We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Maggie and Perloff show. So glad to have you. A lot going on on this Tuesday. Number one, the Cowboys looked unstoppable last night. Now, to be fair, the Bucks looked terrible from top to bottom. But you got to give credit to Dallas. Dak Prescott was nothing short of amazing. 25 for 33, 305 yards, completed 75% of his passes, Pearl off the four touchdowns. He ran in a fifth. And most importantly, no interceptions, which snapped a seven-game streak with a pick. And he had three pick sixes in the last four games. Yet... I felt Dak was still being aggressive. Yeah. You know, and he had no turnovers where the Cowboys are five and zero when he doesn't turn the ball over. I did see there were a couple plays. One, a Bucks defender dropped the ball. Another one, Dalton Schultz was doing the thing the Cowboys have been doing all year. He started bobbling a pass. And the receiver, the the DB's eyes got wide, but Schultz at the last second before it was an interception pulled it back in. Because that's what's been killing him is the drop passes. Yeah. I mean, listen. This is very clear what the key. There's two keys. Dak used his legs, and Dak took advantage of his tight ends. So that makes the Cowboys really, really dangerous. And as an Eagles fan, I'm terrified, terrified of the Cowboys. Tony Pollard looked healthy again. Yep. And I'm terrified of the, the Giants. Worst case scenario, if the Giants and the Cowboys both win this weekend and play in the NFC title game, then I am no longer an NFL player. <laughs> yes, you're just going to turn it in. I am just turning my, all my attention to college basketball. I will not <laughs> yeah. watch another second sure. of the NFC playoff. Yeah, I'm not watching the Giants and the Cowboys rip my heart in two in the NFC title game. I can't handle that. And you say I overreact to things. All right. Uh, so, well, I mean, the Cowboys and the Eagles, that is a serious blood feud. I know the Bills <laughs> have their rivals, but the Cowboys and the Eagles. We're going to make you watch it. We're going to go like uh, um, clockwork or Orange or something so you admit and, it's keep your, and keep your eyes open. You admit it's happening. No, I'm not going to get into you your admit. Jedi mind tricks here. I think that the Eagles are going to beat the Giants, and I think that you are going to be playing whoever wins the other game. You better, or can you guarantee me that Lane Johnson, the all-world right tackle, is really healthy? Because that's <laughs> all that matters for the Eagles. Also, the Giants are the, all of a sudden the healthiest team in the entire playoff field. They have no injuries whatsoever, which makes me nervous. No injuries, but their roster, I mean, they're making chicken salad here. I mean, the kudos to the Giants. Yeah. They've been great. Jones played an amazing game. Barkley is healthy. We can go through the whole roster, but, I mean, you you can't be a team that won, what you guys win, 14 games this year. Yeah. You've been in the lead in the NFC this yeah. whole time, and I know Jalen Hurts has a hurt shoulder, but you've also given him now ample time to rest. So no excuses for the Eagles. Uh, yeah, and yes, you, you have to watch said. you have to watch the NFC championship game if it's Dallas and You just said Jalen Hurts' shoulders hurt and Lane Johnson, our best player, is hurt. So there's no excuses. Listen, no excuses for the Eagles. and your defense is awesome. So no excuses for yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, I just worry about Daniel Jones. If he runs about twenty five times, it's gonna cause serious problems for the Eagles. I just know how the Eagles play, much like you know how the Bills play. Yeah. Basically, what what the Giants do is they they take long drives with Daniel Jones' legs. Now the yeah, Vikings, great. what were they nine for eleven at one point on third down? I don't think that'll happen. I think the Vikings were terrible on defense all year long. 
So I, I'm just really nervous. Wait, how do we get onto this? Why, <laughs> why are you letting me vent fear, my anxiety here? But this is about two things today. It's about the Cowboys and how well they played. And also a little PS, they played so well. We would talked a little about Mike McCarthy. Was he coaching for his job and all of that? I mean, listen, I think it's all been put to rest. And even if they lose to San Francisco, even if they lose to San Francisco in the way they lost last year in the wild card round with boneheaded plays at the end of the game, there is just no way you could actually fire Mike McCarthy right now. I, I just, I don't see, you know, after how bad they looked in Washington, the fact that that team was so ready to play. And I think if you're going to give Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn all the flowers, you've got to give them to Mike McCarthy as well. It sounds like I'm doing it reluctantly, but... He's well, I, I will tell you, though, when Brandon Staley made the playoffs, everyone, everyone in the media said, oh, he's safe now. And then then that changed. Well, Staley still has his job. He so does he have his job. Still well, I'll tell you what, Chargers McCarthy coach. was always going to have his job no matter what happened yesterday. De- Jerry was made it very clear he was not going to fire Mike McCarthy. The other thing I think we have to acknowledge, not just Mike McCarthy, this Dan Quinn, Mike McCarthy, and Kellen Moore combination. Yeah. It's a pretty good – it could be Looks like a it's pretty working. good – It's a good coaching staff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dan Quinn on there – they now you set up Dan Quinn versus yeah. Kyle Shanahan next week again. Yeah, I mean Kyle Shanahan. Of used course, to work for Dan Quinn. In I would give Kyle Shanahan a big edge in this coaching matchup, but we've seen Kyle Shanahan have some of the great all-time playoff flubs. Yep. So I don't even know what to make of that coaching matchup. Uh, all I know is I believe in Nick Sirianni. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you, and you get another interesting coaching matchup in the divisional round with Andy Reid against Doug Peterson. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of interesting as very, well. It's all very, everybody feels very connected in this it's, world. Yeah, it's the NFL. It's so incestuous. So you've got today is a day for Dallas Cowboy fans to call in and to gloat at 855 212 4 CBS, 855 212 4227. Today also belongs to Tom Brady because the 23rd season for Brady comes to a very unceremonious end. He was not good. His receivers were not good. The offensive line wasn't good. The defense was terrible in this game. Now, credit to the Cowboys, but also their defense was was really bad. I, they, they were, the, the breakdown on the, on the C.D. Lamb touchdown was one of the more egregious Ooh, I don't know, ones that, I feel like I've ever seen. But that was the fourth down touchdown? I mean, they were desperate to get the... They had to sell out to stop a short run, so... That was a tricky play. There was no one within 15 yards of him. He's the number one receiver on the team. But you're trailing that game. You cannot let Dallas get that first down. It was was unfortunate. I'm not going to kill him for that. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at Brady, and we're watching on the TV here at uh, CBS Sports Radio, the replay of the game. I think he still has juice. And even last night, he did throw for 300-something yards. He hit the over on that by a mile. He threw 66 passes. He's done that all year. 66? That's a lot. He's and he only said, completed I mean, 53 of, 33% of them. I, I, I'm not, I'll am i bet you he led the league in attempts. Uh, double he, check. he led the league in completions. I know that. Yeah. So I'm wondering, are there any outside-the-box ideas? We've been talking about Tom Brady's future. Are there any different teams that we aren't even – I'm looking at the odds, and a couple that surprised me were the Giants were right behind Miami. It's this, the See, here, six most. Okay, one thing about the Giants yeah. quickly yeah. is that – that this has none of the things that Tom Brady you would think would be looking for, but which I, is a stat. You want really good receivers. Giants are a work in progress there. Their offensive line is they've invested a lot in. It's okay. They've put a lot of draft picks. Yeah. Okay. And then you, that's a lot of teams though. And then their defense is like massively. I feel like you know 
kind of out kicking their coverage, so to speak. And Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, is getting a lot of props. Right. So I think the defense is really good. Now, are no, there some? Kevon Thibodeau has been good. Dexter Lawrence is an yeah. All Pro. They have they have guys, but this is a defense that let James Bradbury go to be a cap casualty. Right. He's been one of the better corners in the league. So let me ask you though about the Giants. Feel a lot closer than the Jets to me. Um. Also, don't the Giants have some receivers coming back next year? What what's their what's their so opening? Sterling Shepard. Yeah, what's their opening day receiving core? They they can obviously Kenny make Ga- a the bunch. ghost of Kenny Galladay. They can obviously probably cut a bunch of guys. They can start over there. Okay, I don't know. Wait, I feel who, like who besides Gable. the Giants? Uh, okay, here's one that really interests me. Then you get the Jets, then the Titans. After that is the Seattle Seahawks. Now I don't see that happening at all. Seahawks. But we forget Seattle might be completely in the market for a quarterback. They might have a totally new quarterback next year, and I don't think we're even talking about that. And then the team that I don't think Brady would do but is going to need a quarterback as well, the Washington Commanders, who, by the way, if I'm the Commanders, and I know this, the team is, is going up for sale and should yeah. be done, that should be done really soon, I go all in for Lamar Jackson. I don't know how you would pry him away from Baltimore. From Baltimore? I mean, just go right down the turnpike there? But And then the also, Beltway, pardon then me. you go next, Pittsburgh Steelers for Brady, Indianapolis Colts, Carolina Panthers. So, I, I don't know. It, it feels... Kind of like it's Raiders, Niners, Dolphins, Patriots, or bust, right? It doesn't feel like he's going to be randomly shopping down the list here. I bet everyone's going to make a call if you need somebody. Yeah, that's interesting. 855-212-4CBS. I think the Dolphins is still very viable. Now, I realize the Dolphins, according to this, still has, has the same odds as what the New England Patriots. But to me, the Dolphins, you know there's the connection with the owner. I know they already got burned you know, for tampering before and, and had a forfeit a first-round pick. You don't have to trade anything to get Brady, so this is just money. Right. And they have the offense set up. Now, you need a little better offensive line, that's for sure. But I think Brady, it's like, it's easy. It's Florida. You know, I know Tampa and Miami are not next door to each other, but it's not that big of a lifestyle move. Yeah, I think that, uh, that Steven Ross is 83, 84 years old. He is not going to be patient here. I think he's he wouldn't mind a one-year thing. The problem is, is there any chance that Tom Brady runs this offense better than Tua did this year? Tua was unstoppable. <laughs> he was so good. He was so yeah. good. So part of me wonders if, if Miami looks at that situation and say, wait, are we upgrading here by bringing in Tom Brady? Yeah, but if Tua's, what's his health? I know they're all talking no, like they I, want I, him I'm, back, yeah. but what if they say, hey, we, you know... We, he can't play. That's all still up in the air. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Michael is in Ohio. Michael, you got an idea of where Brady should go? Yeah, um, guys, love the show. Love Thank it. You. Listen to it every day. Um, Thanks, bud. I'm a uh, Raiders fan uh, living in Ohio. And uh, I actually have a buddy that's vacationing in Vegas right now and said that all you heard today in Las Vegas on the streets and in the casinos is that Tom Brady is already in Las Vegas. Uh, that's the talk going on, blah, 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 this and that. Wow. Well, Wait, yeah. already now in Vegas? <laughs> no, no Pearl, if he didn't take the red eye. <laughs> I don't know what he did, whatever. But um, now, as a Raiders fan, um, we have, you know, he's going to be the rushing title. He just won the rushing title in Josh Jacobs. We have yeah. an all-pro wide receiver, maybe the best in the game, Devontae Adams. Of course. But after what I watched last night, do I really want a 40-something-year-old Tom Brady to take my chances on that to come in and win with this team? But on the other hand, 
I've bet against Tom Brady so many times, <laughs> and I've learned yes. every single time, don't bet against him. I but know. But you know what? He burned hand, us last night because we bet with him last night, and that ended oh, up being yes, a mistake. Oh, yes, you're right. But was, on the other hand, if you think about Tom Brady, like I know you have this relationship with Josh McDaniels, but he is still unproven to be a good head coach and a leader of men. Yes, he's a good offensive coordinator, but yes, you're going to have a great running back and a great wide receiver, a great tight end. Need, need some pieces on the line, defense, though, and your offensive line definitely offensive needs an upgrade. Is, yeah, so you're kind of going from Tampa Bay to Las Vegas. I mean, it's kind of the same same situation over there. Like, I don't. Yeah, but Michael, I think that to be honest, and thank you so much for the call, and appreciate you finding our show. Uh, I think Brady doesn't. I just think him and this coaching staff. It started when Arians member got kicked up to the executive suite, and then weirdly was on the sidelines still. And then pushed, who was it, like Marshawn Lattimore or something well, during yeah. the game and then couldn't be on the sidelines anymore. And then you have Bowles and Leftwich. This, like, just never worked this year. I don't – okay. I, uh, I thought you meant with Brady that, that he was upset about that. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I think it's as simple as they downgraded from Bruce Arians and everything he brought to the team yep. to Todd Bowles, who seems like a great defensive coordinator but not a great head coach. Yeah, now their defense got torched last night. Now there is a theory about offensive line that you don't spend on offensive line because your quarterback can make an offensive line better, and typically Brady does that. So maybe he could make those Raiders. Now listen, this Bucks offensive line was a little injury prone. With obviously Ryan Jensen got hurt, Alex Kappa left, Donovan Smith's holding calls, which he opened up the game with, which was amazing. That is so bizarre. Have you ever seen a man hold as much as it? It must be <laughs> a single season record. Good enough. Like that's the problem. Well, no, it's not that there's there's worse there's worse offensive linemen. He just keeps on getting called. By the way, I I hate holding. There was a holding call on a key run that was ridiculous last night. But anyway, (laughs) I I think he could. You could have said that about any game in the NFL all season long. Tom Brady used to not need high draft pick linemen. He could just get these guys to play in the system, and he had the best offensive line coach in the world, Dante Skarniecki in New England. So I'm not sure that Oakland, I'm sorry, the Vegas' offensive line is a deal killer off the bat. How about Warren, who's in Oregon? Hey, Warren, you got a thought on Tom Brady? Thank you. Um, I'm just wondering why, with Brady, people aren't thinking about the commanders. They've got a decent running game. They've got a potentially great defense. And if somehow they traded for Hopkins and teamed him up with Scary Terry, would that entice Brady to go to commanders? And Dotson, Josh Dotson. Jahan Dotson. Jahan yeah. Dotson, excuse me. Uh, I was thinking of Josh Dotson. <laughs> From was a, TCU, Was yeah. another one of their draft picks, I believe. Uh, Warren, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I don't I think mean, anyone believes that the that Washington's off the table, right? And it probably depends I, who 20, they get sold to, right? I have not heard Tom Brady. I've, I feel like Tom Brady's aggressive for where Washington is right now. Well, because Brady's going to want to win a title. That team has never seemed to get above 500. Feels like Derek Carr is more their speed. It could be, but I, I just don't think that Brady would want to attach himself in any way to Dan Snyder. Well, so, I mean, Snyder will be gone, and honestly, honestly, I I think he'll be gone. Are you you're talking confidently about that? I don't know if Tom Tom Brady's been attached to some some different people in his lifetime. I'm not no, sure. No, I know he, it's not. He uh, thinks the same way about Dan <laughs> Snyder as everybody else does. Oh, uh, Mike is in California. Mike, you have a thought on where Brady should go. No, it's not where he should go because I really don't want him there because it's my team. And I do think he's on the way out, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up at the Saints. They've got a good, healthy – when their offensive line is healthy next year, it'll be a good offensive line. 
You've got Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. You got good wide receivers mm. there, a good tight end, good running game, and a top tier defense. You I have you, you have Michael Thomas next year. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you have him what? <laughs> but I think I think if they're healthy and everybody comes back, the only thing that's really lacking on that team, and as a fan, I can say I was frustrated all season, has been quarterback play. So I like Dalton as a stopgap, but I mean. If I had to pick between Brady and Dalton, I'd probably take Brady, but I really hope they don't go that route, especially if it being Sean Payton comes back and we have all the coaching disruptions for a couple of years again, and then they both are leaving. So, Mike, a lot of what-ifs there. Appreciate it. Love when you call into the show. Thank you for doing it. If Payton went back to the Saints, I Which could see Brady happen. going. That's not happening. The, the Saints are very old, and they're, they have the worst salary cap situation in the league. They can't. They have no flexibility this year. They can't bring in anyone around Brady, and – I mean, they're, they have one star, really. They have two stars, Kamara and Cam Jordan. Yeah. And Kamara's Olave getting a little... is on his way to being a star. He's really good. But, yeah, their defense is... is they, have, they have nothing. They Listen, have... I know Mike is a Mike in California. Yeah. Great caller, right? Great addition yeah. to the show. And I believe he didn't mean it to sound like how it sounded, which is when he said, if it's between Dalton or Brady... I guess I'll take Brady. (laughs) I know he didn't mean it to sound like, of course you would take Tom Brady, but over Andy Dalton, no offense to your friend, Andy Dalton. Even Andy Dalton would tell you that. The other thing that's interesting is that uh, Brady, there's a lot of rumors and speculation that Brady will not go into the NFC South because out of respect for the Glazers, who he has a great relationship with, Hmm. he's, I've read that multiple places. He won't take the Panthers or the Saints or Atlanta because he doesn't want, be out of respect for the Glazers. Yeah, I mean, but also those situations aren't awesome. So yeah, it's kind no, of an no. easy thing well, to say. It's not like the 49ers are sitting there in the uh, NFC South and be like, oh, all right, I'll go somewhere else. But he could do a little Sean Payton reunion in Carolina. There's things he could do in Carolina, I think, that would it, make it possible. I know, but are the Saints going to trade going to trade Sean Payton to an in-division rival? I mean, I know the Jets yeah. did it with the Patriots with Bell Belichick, but... No, no, right. There's a long way to go. I, I But I... I would think Carolina and all their money, you know, David Tepper's money could be attractive. You know, Tom Brady's thinking big picture here. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You guys have great ideas. Keep them coming on where Tom Brady should play next year because, quite frankly, I know he said he's taking it one day at a time. I don't think anyone believes that he is going to retire. Also, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee today. We'll bring you the latest on that as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Okay, I was thinking about it in the break. Okay. One factor, you could tell me all these reasons the Raiders do not work for Tom Brady, but remember that catch that Devontae Adams had, I believe it was his last game. Stu's a Raiders fan. Maybe you can help me out. It was a ball that no human being should have caught. And I think it was the second to last game. It might have been the second to last was, I think game. it was Stidham's first start, right? Yeah, it was Stidham's first start. Right. And the ball was completely uncatchable. Tom Brady might want a guy like that. And <laughs> every quarterback wants And I a think guy like he that. would have more success with Devontae Adams than say Tyreek Hill in Miami because Tyreek Hill you need a ton of arm strength. 
to get it. You, you kind of need to scramble around and pull Patrick Mahomes. That helps with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I think Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, don't make me say it, sort of fits the Brady profile. <laughs> I think you're recreating a little bit of the 07 Patriots with Randy Moss. That has to at least enter Brady's mind that Devontae Adams would be nice to throw to. I think that's one of the number one things. Yeah, I mean, and segue, look what happened to Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams this year, which I was predicted wrong. And maybe Aaron Rodgers wants to go join his buddy in Las Vegas. I think that it, could the race be on between Rodgers and Brady on who can get to Miami yeah. or Las Vegas fast enough? Now, here's the thing, though. With Rodgers, much different math. Well, how so? You, he's got guarantees in his contract. You've got dead money that the Packers have to take on if they trade him. There's a whole other situation there where Brady's just outright free agent, clean, no fuss, no muss. So that makes it easier for him. Rodgers, you have to trade for. Right. That's a really good point. I mean, as far as the money goes for Rodgers and Brady, both of them have already made enough to live four lifetimes. There's yeah. no way either of them is going to spend their money. But that's a great point. If Miami and Las Vegas are looking at both of them, you're saying Brady has a big edge because he could just go there. I think so. Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about with Rodgers, here uh, was him on the Pat McAfee show earlier answering a question about whether or not he wants to return to Green Bay next year. Do I still think I can play? Of course. Of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah. The highest. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. But I don't think you should shut down any you know opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be both sides actually wanting you know to work together moving forward. And one of the things that he said is that uh, being part of a rebuild is not any fun. And Perloff, you've been saying that about Green Bay and about how this is a team that oh. might need a rebuild. I don't see how they could. Well, I mean, they've had 14 years, no, 25 years of being a winning team at some point. But Don't they you have to rebuild? They've never rebuilt, really. I know, but they've already have big contracts out to some of these guys on the defense. Like, you're paying one of your corners $20 million in Jair Alexander. Like, it's not like you don't have any money invested in yeah, this Yeah, I think they paid Rashawn Gary, who got hurt. Yeah, but that's not working. It's just not working. It's And they should, they've obviously gone young and wide receiver. I mean, this is a this is a playoff-caliber team with first two targets or a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. They're a mess, and they're going to lose Lazard, the one veteran yeah. wide receiver. Lazard is <laughs> out of there. So, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's time to rebuild. I remember they asked Alan Lazard after the loss to the to the Lions, and he goes, "Are you is Brady coming back?" He's like, "Bleep if I know." I was like, "That's quite an answer." Uh, Big Al is in Sacramento. Al, we have no idea what you're about to say, and we're a little scared. What do you got? Yeah. As well, you should be, sweet lady. You're sweet lady. By the way, not a cloud in the sky. Last time I called, don't expect you to remember this. It was just storming. But now we have a couple of days of really nice, beautiful winterish weather here. 60 degrees, bright sunshine. Oh, good. I'm glad because I was worried about everyone in Sacramento, and I was traveling to San Francisco, and it rained, but just rain. That's all. Nothing crazy. Uh, and I'll bring that into it. Well, first, I have to say this. You know, If Tom doesn't want to get his life straight and right in football and everything – he should reunite and go back with Giselle. And I'll give you the parallel. <laughs> Remember what happened for a variety of reasons. Health, when Tiger did his naughty deed, that was it. El Tosto. Gone. <laughs> and I say Brady's going to have uh, mental. It's bad for his kids as well and all that, too. Now, I'm kind of teasing, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, Al, I don't know if she wants him back, buddy. I, no, and she doesn't need to have him back, frankly. Yeah. She's hell loaded. So he should go to Vegas. I have a dear Raiders friend, Vegas. He was a season ticket holder up in Oakland. 
And, yeah, Vegas would make sense. Mark Davis loves the guy. They want to hang out. He'll be playing craps at the table. (laughs) You know, Big Al, appreciate the phone call. and glad everyone in the Sacramento area is safe with the weather. Um, Can you imagine Brady at a craps table? I would imagine he's not taking in the secondhand smoke. You can still smoke in casinos, right? That doesn't Uh, vibe with the TB12. Yeah, but there is a there. I feel like there's a high roller celebrity Vegas thing that goes on. That oh Brady yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about now, that. By the Those way, are rooms I am not in. Tiger did come back and win the Masters at some point, but Tiger serially cheated on his wife. Yeah, I don't feel. I mean, we don't really know what happened with Tom and Giselle, Giselle. but it doesn't. There seem were no like, allegations. Well, there that. was allegations that Giselle cheated with her jujitsu instructor. That was after the fact, right, right? Yeah, I mean, but there's never been allegations that Tom Brady stepped out on the marriage. So it's that, Tiger is not a good analogy. Yeah, like the National Enquirer didn't have like some kind of you know what was it? The, well, the, I mean, catch and kill Perkins waitresses and things. Yeah, right. Tiger was all over the place. Clearly, yeah. I think Tiger that pointed the deep mental problems. I was thinking one thing about Brady that all men are always going to look up to Brady for. He might be the goat on the football field. He is the best son in the history of the world. Oh, his parents. He walked off the field and kissed both his mom and dad. And I'm thinking about all the times he's talked about his dad. Man in the Arena, a documentary that he did, was basically an homage to his parents. Yeah. Uh, we can't do that for our parents. We can't cry. We can't cry in a documentary about our lives, about how much we loved our dad. Like, what are we going to do when Tom Brady's out there being the best son in the world? Maybe a card? Yeah, I, I, Maggie, you're probably <laughs> maybe, a very good daughter, maybe, but uh, you compete with Tom Brady when it no, comes to... I, I stopped competing with Brady years ago. But can I tell you, I think that... I know Tom is like the, for, for men, probably like the one guy you'd want to trade places with, right? Like, mm, or, But he's not really he, a guy's guy, though. Okay, but I thought that maybe Cliff Kingsbury would have taken over that mantle when he said, or Schrager reported... He had yeah. a one-way ticket to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is every man's fantasy. You're rich as hell. Yeah. You just failed in your job, but like not to the point where like your reputation is super damaged. You didn't go out like in disgrace. You just like lost football games. Not a big deal. In the scheme of things, you're mad rich and you're not married and you just one-way ticket to Thailand. I think now Kingsbury is every male fantasy, and Brady, now Brady's got kids, he's divorced, he's got real problems. I don't think the one-way ticket to Thailand was the male fantasy. It's why he was going and who he was meeting there. Yeah. Oh, was he meeting somebody there? I thought he was going alone. His girlfriend, Veronica Belsicker. Yeah, he brought her. Stunning. I was going to say, but he brought his girlfriend. Oh, I thought he was just going like, you know, <laughs> no, guys. He wasn't, no, he wasn't no, going he, on a 23-year-old we're out of college. Let's go to Thailand. <laughs> and by the way, I've, done, I've yeah. done that trip, and it's fun when you're basically okay, so everybody's... even with the girlfriend, even now that can be the male fantasy. So he's got the hot no, girlfriend, that's not the male and fantasy. then you go to Thailand. Okay. No, that's What's, not it. What is it? It's not sitting on your couch watching the divisional round. The male fantasy, I don't think the male fantasy is going Maybe to Thailand with your girlfriend I don't know. I mean, I thought Kingsbury I mean, kind of nailed Kingsbury's it. Kingsbury's girlfriend, that's of male fantasy. Yeah, you yeah. probably want to go anywhere with her. Yeah. 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 I, I, I go to a <laughs> Cleveland and be happy. Well, I I don't know. I've, <laughs> We're going I would to think the male fantasy would be. I think that's right. in January. To be single. <laughs> Maybe to be single is more the single fantasy. Single at spring break is the ultimate male fantasy. I don't know. I mean, I don't have right. these fantasies anymore. I'm happily married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the that, light that part of my out. brain is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it may as well be concussed. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. We don't really have a truly single person on the staff, do we? Oh wait, actually, 
Man, your man to the left. Okay, so Ak, who's the oh, yeah. who's the male fantasy? Is it Brady? Is it Cliff Kingsbury? Is it Pearl of what'd you say? Guy on spring break? Who's a famous single athlete who dates a lot of famous Rogers. Rogers, yes. Yeah. He, every six months he has a new famous that. girlfriend. Yeah. I couldn't do Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no. It's a lot. Yeah, you mean we Ak, you don't want to date a Instagram influencer on astrology yeah, and yeah, Wasco, all that techniques? stuff. No, I I I need uh, I'd go Brady. I'd go Brady. I'd go more mainstream. Uh, you know, Brady seems like a good good guy. He's got everything. He's got the Hall of Fame career. I, I, I'd go Brady. You know, Cliff Kingsbury, is is anybody in Thailand or anywhere going, hey, it's Cliff Kingsbury. You no, know? I think that's why he's going. Yeah, no, but I but I think. Because in Thailand, someone would be like, hey, that's Tom Brady. I don't know if anybody in Arizona would say that. We'd go <laughs> up to Cliff Kingsbury and say, hey, it's Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Brady being single does not sound all that great. He can't date like a normal person. He can't just... Sure he could. He, he can't walk into a bar and pick up a woman. No, he's Tom Brady. He's got friends that say, hey. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he goes through Instagram and says, he's, uh, introduce yes. me to her. I know the problem exactly. with Instagram, though, is that you slide into the DMs and then there's a chance you get outed where the person well, that posts the DMs... KD style? <laughs> Kevin Durant <laughs> well, style? I, don't, That's a little I, I think if he asked a friend to set him up with somebody, I, I think it would go well. Yeah. <laughs> if someone called me and was like, you're not going to believe this, but I'm friends with Brady and he asked to take you out on a date. Now, this would be if I was single, not when I'm happily married now. I'd be like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> when I was at Sports Illustrated, yeah, thanks, Maggie, for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Flash. I just wanted to let everybody know. Had I been no, the single question and Tom is, would Brady you do asked it? to take me out on a date. <laughs> Will you do it now that you're married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Also, now all this history where he beats the Bills all the time, I don't think I'd be able to sit across the table from him. I, when I was at Sports Illustrated, I'm not going to say who, I got a call from an agent Asking, can you hook up this football player with a swimsuit, swimsuit model? model? And, and they I said, obviously didn't know. And I said, which one? He said, anyone. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. But I was also there, and I was friends with Brooklyn Decker. Yeah. And I've worked on this video where where she would pick football games. Yeah. And that's how Andy Roddick first saw her. Yes. He's talked about this publicly. He saw this really interesting young woman picking football games. He liked football and called her. So that's how that Were you worked. in the video, too? No, I was pretty. You were behind the scenes. I was behind the scenes. I was gonna was, say, yeah. Roddick would be like, "I feel like I know you from somewhere." It's like, yeah, it was in the video. With the yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Andy Roddick. He, he called Brooklyn Deckers people and said, "Is Brooklyn with that Pearl off guy? What's this? What's, <laughs> what's their, their deal? What's that, their deal? Are they friends? Or yeah, they friends? <laughs> no, well, no. Jeter met his wife at some event. Oh, and and she was with her mother. Yep. And I think he sat next to her mother. Yes. And she was like, "Oh, my daughter's single," and he's like, "Hey, I'm single." Yeah. Wait, was she already a swimsuit model? Yes. yes. Yeah. And I think she'd already had the cover. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Is that right? I don't think if, so. I think she only no, got it after Jeter. I think she got the cover. Hannah Davis. Yeah. Now Hannah Jeter. Mm-hmm. But she was known, though. Yeah, she was known. She was known. She they was already have, in the magazine. They have this cute ad. Have you seen where Jeter and his wife are living their best life? Yes. Yeah. Dad, I'll tell you right now, I don't want to be Derek Jeter. That yeah. is not, that's not the ultimate guy fantasy. He seems. Be- Ten years ago, yeah, yes. I was gonna say nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. But this ad where he has an SUV and he's going around with his family to lakes and things—that's not any, <laughs> any guy's it's a fantasy. Too close to home. That's called reality for yeah. me. That's what I was thinking about Brady. It's like divorced dad of three. It's like, well, you know, that's kind of we know people like that. Like I have a ton of people in my life like that. <laughs> not so much Brady. All right. So who's the ultimate male fantasy now? If it's not Brady, if it's not for men, if it's not Brady and it's not Cliff Kingsbury, we got to find somebody. It's not Rogers. Roger's a little too much. All right, we'll keep Yeah, thinking. I mean, a lot of these quarterbacks don't want to date, and they just marry somebody 
like Patrick Mahomes. Is right. jo- well, well, Josh a, Allen, I think, is single. Is it, yeah, it was a high school girlfriend or college. Uh, Josh Allen has a girlfriend. Oh, he's a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think it's hard to be an NFL quarterback and be single out there dating when you have to memorize the no, playbook. No, Justin Herbert, I think, is single. Is he? I have no idea, actually. 855-212-4CBS, <laughs> 855-212-4227. I know his offensive coordinator got fired today. Probably, ultimately, in the long run and the short, much, much better. Got to get some new blood in there for Justin Herbert. Okay, do we bring that back to sports admirably enough? Uh, yeah, your Joe Lombardi take. Like, <laughs> anybody cares about Joe Lombardi. <laughs> we're, we're talking about... That's the lead story. <laughs> yeah. It's a slow day. Yeah, but you haven't Googled Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend on their Instagram <laughs> pictures yet. That would be your lead story. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> uh, Coming up... Ooh, this is some good audio. One All-Pro rips the officials. What did he have to say? Get to that in a moment. Plus, more of your phone calls. Where will Tom Brady go? Or where should he go? You're welcome to tell us what you think. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this CBS Sports Update from Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We are here to solve the question for Tom Brady. Where should he play next year? We're all doing it together. Yeah. I say Miami Dolphins. Perloff, you're saying San Francisco? No, no, no. I, I'm I'm going Las Vegas. because I, I think oh, yeah, San Vegas. Francisco is, has enough quarterbacks. I don't think they <laughs> want to add. And I don't think Tom Brady's a great fit for what they do in San Francisco. Why? Robust run game, great offensive line, amazing defense, good weapons. Yeah, but they, they're just the way they run that offense. I I think that the Raiders with Devontae have gotten the ball to Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller feels like the 07 Patriots. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Ken is in Myrtle Beach. Different take on Brady. Ken, what do you have? Hey, how you guys doing? I spoke to you during the summer about that lady who had all that extra money put into her account, and you told me I was your new financial advisor. Oh. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm curious, what, what do you think about their Every time I turn the TV on, there's a commercial for this new movie, 80 for Brady. Mm-hmm. What is he, you know, is he branching out into movies? Or, <laughs> I mean, I personally, I'd like to see him go to uh, the Raiders. Hunter Renfro is from Myrtle Beach, so I'd like to see him have a chance to have a good team <laughs> But uh, eighty for Brady. What, what, what well, is here's your a question, Ken. Are you movies? gonna? Is this a movie that you feel like you'd want to go see? Well, my wife's not into sports, but she hears about Tom Brady all the time. Right. And I mentioned it to her. She goes, "Well, when's that coming out? I'll go watch that with you." All right. So you guys date I mean, night? She would. She wouldn't go see a football movie, but <laughs> she'll go see eighty for Brady. All right, well, Ken and the missus, maybe Friday night, date night, Saturday night. Ken, thank you for the call. I mean, listen, we know football fans, right? Yes. Most of the guys are are sitting around saying, you know, there's only one thing better than watching football all day, and that's going to see a Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin movie. <laughs> and we're not talking 1970 Jane Fonda. You're Fonda. Rita Moreno? Yeah, yeah Rita Moreno. Are you kidding me? We, we got to get out there and see a, four 80-year-old women on a road trip? <laughs> oh, man. Give me more. This is this is better than the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of competition out there. You got the new Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I I don't think I'm going to see this. No. But it's funny because, well. Well, actually, no, we might see it. We did get in. We got invited to see it, actually, tomorrow. So. The screening is at 7? 
Yes, and not to like completely go off track, but have you seen the trailers for the new LeBron movie where they throw a party at LeBron's house? Yeah. That's his house? I know he's in it. Yeah, but... so like it's like LeBron's house. Yeah. He's away for two weeks, and so they throw yeah. a party in his house, these like random guys who are cleaning it or something. And clearly LeBron makes cameos. There's like a hologram of him saying like, oh, I made you made the best decision. You made the best move on the decision. Like that was a great way. So what movie do you think about a guy who probably makes a cameo at some point right. is going to be more watchable? Right? LeBron house party or... with LeBron's house or 80 for Brady? It's definitely not LeBron's house, by the way. Like, there's no chance it's LeBron's real house. No. but That'd be crazy. What well, happened to the lighthearted romp, the kid and play house party? This looked like a dark... <laughs> this looks closer to... House, I don't house, know party, house party 2. They've made, they made two of those. Yeah, guys. this house party, I've watched the commercial several times now. Uh, this looks kind of, I don't know, kind of like it goes in a violent direction. I don't know what's going on. It didn't look quite as fun. And I didn't know the actors were a kid and play. That's right in my wheelhouse. I knew all about that house party. I loved that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. LeBron did, by the way, produce the movie I was in, Hustle. So he's yeah. big time into into movies. Uh, it looks okay. I, I don't know if I'm seeing either of those movies, to be I honest. I mean, if kid and play make a cameo, I'd be more psyched about that than LeBron stepping I mean, by. Movies that come out in January and February are not always critical darlings. Why is this the leftover movie? Oh, yeah, that's when you put your dogs out there. <laughs> Wait, I thought it's Oscar season. It's, uh, yeah, it's the, the Oscar dog season. Out. That has to come out before January first. So yeah, Oscar season is November, December. January is what what's left over. And then summer are the popcorn movies and right the block. You're not gonna put out a blockbuster in February. Is there like a science to that? I feel like most of the East Coast, it's really cold and dark. It'd be the perfect no, there, time to put out good movies. There's definitely timing specifically for like when the Oscar movies come out. Mm-hmm. The, I, I mean, you get Oscar movies are late fall, yeah. and blockbusters are Memorial Day and July Fourth. I mean, why anyone competes with the NFL on anything? I do not understand. Good point. Like, just put it off season. Um, let's go to John. He is also in Myrtle Beach. He's got an idea for Brady. John, what do you got? Well, you know, thank you for taking the call. Sure. Uh, and the one caller said something about him going to San Fran to go back to his home state. How about him coming to the Lions to his uh, Michigan alma mater? Mm. And, you know, you got Dan Campbell up there. We've talked about it several times, the grit, the turnaround he's done with that team. You got St. Brown. They do have two first-round draft picks and two second-round draft picks coming up to him. So, I mean, I don't know. Is that something where Tom Brady, like he did in Tampa Bay, take the challenge and come to Detroit and just – uh, go out in a, in a blaze of glory and bring that team maybe to, you know to his playoff standings if not Super Bowl. It'd be his best work yet, John, and I appreciate that and appreciate the creativity because listen, I think the Lions. No, I think no one would doubt the Lions are set up here. Like the future is super bright for the Lions. They've got weapons on offense. They've got a fantastic offensive line. Look at the defense. They were statistically one of the worst they in were, the beginning, or the worst. They, they ended the season as the worst defense in the league. But, so, but it and changed. their offense was top three, so I, I don't understand. But, it, but the defense kind of changed. Like, midway through the season, mm. they started tightening up just a little bit more. You could see they became more competitive. And then finally, that game against Green Bay, where they were great, they... Yeah, I mean that was a function. Green Bay had a lot of dogs on offense too. They were playing and to Aiden get into this. They were playing to get into the playoffs, yeah. and Detroit stopped them. I get it. Aiden Hutchinson looks good, but their offense was elite with Jared Goff. Is would you really want to? Why would you turn off that? Why? Why not just go back with Jared Goff? Well, is it Brady considered an upgrade over Jared Goff? I guess not so, after this but, year. I Jared Goff I mean, is Jared the Goff best quarterback in the NFL. 
Brady, I don't know. the best quarterback in the NFL. The the Lions are kind of a young team. I don't know that that Brady is like a one-and-done kind of quarterback. I don't know why you would break up what they had on offense last year. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're a team for like the next five years. I don't I don't yeah, think yeah, that Brady years. is for five can, years. Can you believe we're saying don't break up the Lions and Jared Goff for Tom Brady right now? It like, that well, just came out of I mean, our mouth and we all agree with it, I think. <laughs> well, we had to think about it for a little bit. The I'd big probably thing is, still do it. The Lions are going to lose their offensive coordinator, who's this big star who everybody, Ben Johnson, is at the top of everybody's list. So if he leaves, will they lose that magic? Because Dan Campbell's not an X and O guy. So uh, Ben Johnson's a huge Vegas favorite to get Carolina job. Is that and, right? And if he doesn't get that, then he'll get the Texans job. So, yeah, I, Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff had a great statistical season. He had several of them. It feels there feels like a lot of chemistry there with that offense. You know, before we go, let's just hit it really quick, just to update everybody. What the f- is Sean Payton up to today? We got to sneak this in here. Sean Payton completed his interview with the Houston Texans, Perloff, and that's all we got. All right, everybody got it? We're all on the same page. We got to keep up with Sean Payton. We have no, this guy's ever somewhere different every day. Rich is in New Jersey, has an idea for Brady. Rich, what's on your mind? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Yep. Uh, If you're Tom Brady, would you consider going to a team like the Jets or the Steelers or even Miami with a retired number 12, being as TB12 brand is so strong? (laughs) Oh, Rich, I didn't think that's where you were going. Great call. Wait, I don't understand. Say this again. What Tom Brady, because number 12 is retired in the, for the Jets, the Steelers, and for the Dolphins, he would not be able to wear 12. Wait, are you sure the Steelers have 12 retired? I mean, I'm taking his word for it. But Bradshaw was, I, yeah. what, 10? Yeah, we've also seen, though, where players have gone to various teams and like, asked a retired guy. Oh, Bradshaw I, was 12. Sorry. Yeah, so like they've asked retired guys, can I wear your number? And they've given permission. So I feel like if Brady went to the Jets, name it to be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, I think he'd dev- – I mean, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, I now, think Namath would be okay with it. The reason I say that is Franco Harris's number was not retired. Right well, they before. just retired it. Right. I, I'm almost positive Terry Bradshaw's number is not retired because they just don't retire numbers. Although no one wears 12 in Pittsburgh – it's not officially Maybe like retired. Out of respect. Yeah, I mean that's why we both said I can't believe they haven't retired Franco Harris's number. And that's yet. for a second I was like, what is Terry Bradshaw then? Ten? Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. You're yeah. right though; it might not be retired. It's not. I'm looking it up now. They don't officially retire numbers there, so I don't know. Pittsburgh's on the odds list. I don't quite understand it. It feels like they got a really nice player in Kenny Pickett. Almost made the playoffs. Uh, okay, appreciate you guys so much to Mike Samter, to Stu Kovacs, Tony Khan, who joined us earlier today and did not discount AEW buying the WWE. That happened on our show today. Appreciate everybody in the chat on YouTube and listening across the country. We'll see you tomorrow. We out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.